welcome to this episode of the Puppet Playhouse Podcast, otherwise known as the PPP, or simply <laughs> for short. And I want to begin by thanking Roscoe Motrin for filling in for me with the last episode. I know he really doesn't consider himself the entertainer host type, but let me say, you nailed it, my man. You came through 1,000%. So, in the last episode, we learned what Roscoe, Mom and M, Cleavon, and family are doing for Thanksgiving. But what about you? Now, I totally understand that when you look back on 2020 and now 2021, odds are pretty good that you may not have that much to be thankful for in your mind. But consider this. You have to be alive and kicking to be experiencing anything positive or negative. And if you're listening to this podcast, and you're obviously alive and kicking, so we'll call that a win. Something to be thankful for. And know that I am thankful for you. Now, Roscoe did introduce us to Cleavon, and, well, the expression, a few fries shy of a Happy Meal, I can easily come to mind when referencing Cleavon. But, you know, for me... Sometimes I think it's, well, he's missing the entire meal. <laughs> Nothing but the drink. <laughs> you know, last year for Thanksgiving, Cleavon took a bunch of TV dinners out to the Natchez Trace Parkway near where he lives. And for those not in the know, this is a 444-mile recreational road and scenic drive through three U.S. states, going from Nashville, Tennessee to Natchez, Mississippi. And there's so much forested area going along the trace, well, Cleavon is absolutely convinced that Bigfoot is alive and well within. So, last Thanksgiving, he took all those TV dinners, roasted them over a fire. How does that work? Yeah. And he set them out for Bigfoot to have a holiday meal. Yeah. Now, speaking of holiday meal... Did you know that turkeys are not just for eating on Thanksgiving, hmm? Oh, that's right. It turns out that back in 1988, at Lucky's Grocery Shop in Newport Beach, a new holiday tradition was started where bowling took place in the aisles of the store. But there were no bowling balls here. Oh, no, 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 no. Full-size frozen turkeys were used. <laughs> now, Roscoe told me that Cleavon heard about this, and he wanted to start that tradition right down here at his own local Walmart. The problem was he missed the memo about the turkey needing to be frozen. He took Mom and M's bird out of the roaster before the meal, and he drove down to Walmart and set up some pins. <laughs> Needless to say, he did not get a strike. He did, however, cause a cleanup at the frozen food. Some pretty big cleanup, actually. And, and then he had to go back and face the family, who were pretty upset that the main course basically disintegrated into pieces back at the store. Now, hearing about turkey bowling got me to thinking, well, are there any other weird Thanksgiving traditions or Thanksgiving happenings that might be out there? So I decided to look on the Internet. And let's see what we can find. Now, how many of you have had a turducken? You know what that is? I'm sure there's a few of you listening who probably don't consider that unusual in the least. But for the rest of us, uh, well, well, a turducken, turducken, that's what it is, is basically a deboned chicken stuffed into a deboned duck, 
stuffed into a deboned turkey. So if you can't decide what bird you want, well, just get all three at the same time. <laughs> Talk about giving a new meaning to stuffing. <laughs> and speaking of stuffing, here's another weird fact. Did you know that there are people out there who actually stuff their birds with cereal? Yes. Sometimes sugary, sometimes silly, probably not healthy in the slightest. But you know that makes me wonder. Do they uh, put their turkey and their cereal in a bowl of milk? Oh. Yes. <laughs> well, how about this? Is anybody listening that's old enough to remember when there were actually two Thanksgivings? Hmm. Intrigued? Well, let's back up and we'll get a little context first. Now, according to AL.com, Originally, we inherited the practice of giving thanks to des uh, on designated days from England, which usually didn't reserve specific dates for such occasions. And we add to that that if you look on usnationalarchives.com, commanders-in-chief, our presidents, they used to issue Thanksgiving proclamations for different days and months of the year. So, now we enter... Abraham Lincoln, our president. And he declared that America would celebrate Thanksgiving on the last day of November. And well, ever since that day, over the years, we've gotten more and more used to it. And now that's how we celebrate that day, even today, here in 2021. However, back in 1939, retailers were wanting more time to hawk their goods to all of us consumers before Christmas. And so, President FDR asked people, hey, can you be grateful on the third Thursday of November, not the fourth, right? I mean, figure this. Maybe through one of those fireside chats or through some kind of radio declaration, you might hear something like this. <clears throat> My fellow Americans, I would like to ask each and every one of you if you would be willing to be thankful on the third Thursday of November, just as you have the fourth Thursday of November all these many years. I know that Thanksgiving is an important holiday for all, and I would like to see all Americans celebrating together on this third Thursday, for it does not change what the holiday means to you. It is only celebrating on a different day. Yeah, I don't really know how uh, President FDR uh, gave that to the American public, but that's sort of a, well, what if, and he might have said. Well, at any rate, 32 states did follow suit, but 16 were like, uh, no. And Texas and Colorado, well, they just decided to celebrate Thanksgiving two weeks running. <laughs> Can you imagine the calorie counting in Texas and Colorado, huh? <laughs> 
Now, some folks called this new Thanksgiving date an imposter, so they decided to declare it Franksgiving, since it was the brainchild of President FDR. And this actually went on for two whole years before we finally settled back on the fourth weekend of November, like we're celebrating today. So... In honor of Thanksgiving, I thought it would be great to hear from someone who has no doubt cooked her fair share of Thanksgiving meals. And I'm speaking of none other than Chef Julia Child. Julia! Well, a meal doesn't have to be like a painting by Raphael, but it should be a serious and beautiful thing, no matter how simple. What nice way for our family to get together and communicate, which is what life is all about, really. Well, thank you very much, Julia Child. And yes, that was an actual quote from Julia back in the 1980s. Communication. I love that quote because communication is key to any relationship. And what better way to communicate than sitting around the table for a meal? And many of us will be joining friends and family around the dinner table this Thanksgiving. And I have no doubts that a lot of communicating will be taking place. Uh Uh-oh. You know what that music means. Uh-oh. Black Friday. Yeah, this is a tradition that I absolutely refuse to engage in. Let me set the scene. The meal's done. The ball game's on TV. And everyone's getting prepped and ready for that Black Friday shopping. But think about this. Roscoe said it best. Whatever store has an amazing deal on a 65-inch 4K smart TV. But what they don't tell you, there's only a handful available. Yet hundreds of eager customers will scratch, brawl, kick, and maul, where 99% of them will get nothing for the effort. But you know, I suppose if you think about it, it's maybe it's the chance, you know, that, that well, what if I do get that deal? Because if you don't try... You don't get the buy. And I guess that's why I've never gotten the buy. I I just don't bother. Now, I recall when I used to work at my local mall, I saw two ladies end up in a wrestling match over the Tickle Me Elmo doll when that was the toy that your preschool or toddler just had to have that Christmas. Now, two store clerks did come and broke the women apart, but it was funny. And also, it's kind of sad to see two grown adults getting physical over a toy. <laughs> you know, as if, well, my child won't love me anymore if they don't get that Elmo. Or Santa would never disappoint my child. You know, to that I say, ask them when they're 14. <laughs> if they're still, you know, ticked off because they never got whatever hot new toy was the reason for the season when they were a preschooler. Or if you did get them what they wanted, see how much it matters now. I mean, really, teenagers are really just taller toddlers that can grow facial hair, right? I mean, what matters to a teenager today won't matter in a few months, if not sooner. And the same goes for a toddler or a preschooler. Now, to me, 
Thanksgiving is a time to reflect on just how blessed I really am. Because no matter how rough my life may be, no matter how how rough it may have been these past year or two years, I know that there's someone out there who's had it worse. And if I'm honest, my life really hasn't been that bad. But I know that some of yours has. But like I said earlier, if you're listening to this podcast, then you're still here. And that, my friends, is calls for celebration. Because I'm thankful for who you are. And I'm thankful for what you bring into the world. But I don't know you. How can I be? How I don't know you. How, how, can, how can you be thankful for that? Well, if you can be the best you that you can be, then know that the world is better off because of it. Right? Life throws stumbling blocks in our way all the time. Now, sometimes we trip and fall. Sometimes we catch ourselves. But when we do fall, the key is to get back up and keep going. It's not always going to be easy. No. But you know something? I think you're worth it. And if anyone tries to tell you something different. Well, maybe it's more of a reflection on how they feel about themselves. Food for thought. Well, I hope that you have an amazing Thanksgiving, and may you be surrounded with family and friends, with good food and fellowship for all. And if you do plan on going out for Black Friday, be safe out there. But do consider everyone else, because they have the same goal as you. There's someone in their life that they feel just has to have that item, that same item that you're trying to get. And remember, whatever happens, good or bad, the world still turns. Now, as I do at the end of each podcast, I want to thank Daybreak Digital Studios for their audio editing. They can make you sound like a true professional. I mean, do I really sound this good in real life? No. So whatever your audio needs, be sure to give them a look. That's daybreakdigitalstudio.com, all one word. And if they can't do it, they know the professionals who can. Steam Trash Trash Science Science. is a PBS show all about fourth grade science with amazing magic to boot. It stars magician Steve Trash, who does magic based on science, conservation, and ecology. One of the best ways you can watch the show is from the main PBS website online, pbs.org. If you just Google Steve Trash Science, well, one of the first links you get is going to be Steve Trash Science on pbs.org. There you can watch all 10 episodes of season one. It's got science, magic, music, learning, puppets, and fun. So please watch the show, and if you like it, spread the word. We want as many people as can to learn about Steve Trash Science And hopefully, we'll get bigger and better. Now, I'm the puppeteer for the show, and we're hoping to begin shooting season two. But the wheels don't turn without money to burn. So if you or someone you know would love to be a sponsor on some amazing children's programming, then have them go to stevetrash.com, stevetrash, one word, dot com, and drop an email or even a snail mail. You know, if you sponsor the show, it's 100% tax deductible, and you'll be helping kids all over the U.S. and even the world learn cool science facts, along with amazing magic and even some life lessons thrown in to boot. I would love to see our show grow 
And I want to thank each and every one of you for even thinking about giving it a look. Now, from all of us here at the Puppet Playhouse Podcast, or for short, be blessed. And remember, never goodbye. Always good journey.